Oh, no, she didn't. Girl, <laughs> yes, she did. And look good, too. Look that good. Doing <laughs> it. Welcome to Oh No Girl Yes, the podcast. We hope you are doing well. Make sure you are subscribed to us. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. You can find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, what else? Instagram. Anywhere where you find content. You know what? We have not started a TikTok account. I know we say that every week. Like, oh, we say that every week. Okay, well, never mind. Don't follow us on TikTok. We ain't there. Uh, but we are talking about uh, Miss Mary J. Blige, the queen of, what is it, hip-hop and R&B mm-hmm. soul. Mm-hmm. Uh, this past week were the Billboard Music Awards hosted by P. Diddy. And Mary J. Blige was awarded, was it the Icon Award? And you were talking yeah. about her speech and how she looked. So let's play a clip of Mary J. Blige's speech, and then we'll meet you on the other side. The message in my music has always been that we are not alone in our struggles. And I'm not alone now. For so long, I was searching for a real love, but I finally found my real love. And that real love is me. (laughs) Who's managing Mary J. Blige now? Me. (laughs) why did that affect you the way it did because it's what we've been saying what we've been preaching on this platform for the past three years now it's about that self-love and anytime if you look up if you google her speech now you'll see um she prays or she's all about self-love in her, you know, acceptance speech and blah, blah, blah. And that's how it should be. Mary has been through a lot and we've, we've gone through it with her listening to her music. Um, and so that, that one line that we just played about, like, I think it said, she said something like, um, I finally found my real love and that real love is me. I think if we start with that, <laughs> whatever else builds upon that is just extra. It's just a cherry on top. A hundred percent. And you know, even when you say we we know Mary's gone through things and we've gone through it with it, just think about the things that we don't even know. You know what yes. I'm saying? Like we know some bad stuff or we know some of her challenges, but we also know we don't know it all, you know? And so for a woman like Mary who really did grow up in front of us, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it was a time when she talked about, you know, being illiterate and not being able to read her contracts and her insecurity she felt or how she grew up and violence she experienced as a young woman and and all those things that, yeah, we feel like we've been right there with Mary. So to see her be over 50 and be glowing and gorgeous, mm-hmm and beautiful you know it is one of those things that when we said we were going to talk about it today it was like well this is what we talk about all the time we have different topics pretty much every episode but at the end of the day we gotta be able to log off from this podcast and say but i love myself today and hopefully i can learn something else to love about me by tomorrow (laughs) you know and that's even in the midst of having insecurities and things we want to improve and change. And I mean, I think you said Mary and Meg the Stallion uh, got us out here rethinking our, our summer uh, eating plans. Trying to get snatched, honey. Snatched. Uh, snatched. They look so good. Woo. It's about they looking look good. good, but also, you know what? It is this self-love thing that I think it definitely radiates from the inside. I follow a lot of creators on social media where like older women and, you know, you can tell when somebody drank a lot of water. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know that it's yeah. that glow. It's not even what they have on. It's not like a certain car they drive. It's not their wardrobe. They just have a glow. And and let me say this about the glow because this actually happened last week. Now that I think about it, mm-hmm. I was um, doing I was doing some work last week and I was feeling good. It was I was having a good day. I felt kind of cute. And somebody came in and saw me and they said, "Okay, I see you." And I was like, "But do you see me?" And um, they said, "What's his name?" And well, I, was I, gotta be- I was offended. Wait, wait a minute. What's I said, no, the fact that there is no name is a part of the glow. There are no names. There are no names. Is a part of the glow. But it's this thing that when a woman walks in feeling self-confident, self-assured, feeling cute, dressing cute, men and women will say, What's his name? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we gotta reprogram that. That's what that's what this podcast is for. We about reprogramming the norm. Yes. And the thought that somebody else has something to do with your happiness and your joy, joy and your glow up. Like, and it's, it's just crazy because in this, in this climate of where, you know, I think any single people, if you don't, if you're single and don't want to be single, I would imagine it's a challenge, especially with yeah. social media, you know? Yeah. Um, I think we probably have run the gamut of being fine being single to wanting to be in partnership to being fine being single to wanting to be, you know, and so it depends on the day, right? We're not anti or pro any. The only thing we are pro is, hey, you got to love yourself and rock with yourself. But some days we want a relationship, other days not so much. And that's your right, that's your privilege. But if you are a single person who feels like you're missing out because you don't have a relationship, of course, our language is always... Fill yourself up. And and that don't mean, you know, we're not going to say, oh, date yourself. Well, you know, sometimes you get lonely. I mean, we're created to want companionship. But mm-hmm. also know that you would still rather rock out by yourself than with some drama and with some problems, right. with the anxiety and with the disrespect and with the abuse. And it's a lot of people going through a lot of things just for the sake of having somebody, you know? Yeah. We, we know people who are in relationships and marriages and they can't even pretend like they have in them no more. They ain't talking about leaving them, <laughs> but they're not even trying to pretend like that's what they're trying to do. And I always have great compassion for people like that because I realized they didn't do nothing crazy. Yeah. They didn't do nothing that was stupid. They did what was expected. They did what they thought they wanted to do or they did what at they were told. Yeah, at that time. And all of us get to grow and learn and, and discover ourselves and to see Mary J being this, this part of her life probably for the last few years of seeing, yeah. I think it's probably after her divorce. Mm-hmm. And after her a divorce from Kendu and the public way that he disrespected her and, and cheated on her and used her money to finance a relationship. And he's supposed to be her manager. And, yeah. uh, Is she and still having playing alimony? Is she still playing alimony? I think so, but you know, but it's one of those things that uh, even in that devastation, you know, we always talk about how our vibrations raise quickly once yeah. we're done. Once we're done, mm-hmm. that vibration goes right back up. And he he obviously was a weight to her. I don't know their whole story, but there was a weight that was lifted once that was over, as devastating as, as it was, as embarrassing as it was. And we're seeing the other end of it now where it's like, oh, okay, Mary's back now. Here, here she is, you know, walking with her head high, looking great, you know, on TV, doing the Super Bowl, you know, got her albums out, getting the Icon Awards. Like she's living her best. Acting, doing a yeah. lot. 
and, and, and that's the thing that's interesting. I, I know you don't watch Real Housewives of Atlanta. I've mentioned it a couple of times on the podcast. Their new season just started. And, you know, I look at like a Candy Burris and Todd and they're starting to have this thing of he feels like he's overshadowed because people always talk about what she's doing. And even though they did it together, but it's like, but I can't unbe me yeah. <laughs> to make you feel better. People knew who I was before they knew who you were. And now that they know who you are, I'm still me. So yes, they're going to say my name first. Yes, they're going to yeah. say Candy Burris and not Todd. And, and you know, I know it's not a way, but you can't talk to me about that. <laughs> she made an announcement the other day. I don't watch the show. I have watched it in the past, so I know who she is. I, well, obviously, I know who Candy is anyway. But um, <clears throat> I feel like anytime I see her on social media, um, making a video or something like that, talking about a business venture, she always mentions Todd. She says, Todd and I, and I, and I know that's intentional. I can tell it's intentional when she says it, but that's funny. You say that, that that's the storyline going on on the show right now. Cause I just saw a video of her last week of a new vent business venture. They're starting and she was like, Todd, I think they're executive producing something. I don't know. I can't remember what it was, but she was like, Todd and I have this great opportunity. And in my mind, I'm like, girl, that's you. <laughs> don't, girl, don't. This is what's interesting because you know, the show has already been filmed. So if you're seeing this recently, right. it's probably new right. language because right. Right. Yeah. Ago, right? But even in that, it was some show that, you know, he, he met her because he used to be a producer or something right. on the show. So he, in his own right, he was doing his own thing. That's how they met. But it's some show that he is executive producing. And she said, well, you kind of cut me out of that. And, you know, when I told you I wanted to be involved, you were like, oh, you can do the theme song or you can make an appearance, but I want to be the executive producer. You know, and she said, so how do you think that makes me feel? And he said, I just want to show that I can do it by myself. And it's like, again, <laughs> this ain't my problem, sir. And so what's That's interesting what is, on him, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I thought it was a, a vulnerable moment for him and it's 150 billion percent how he feels. But how am I supposed to be less of me to make you comfortable? How am I supposed to tell other people to love me less to make you comfortable? How am I supposed to tell people to love you more to make you feel mm -hmm. better? And mm -hmm. so that's the hard part, especially when you have celebrity couples or you have people where it's like, I got this, this big movie or I won this award and you did, or you didn't get nominated or your show got canceled. You always got to be pumping each other up as partners in this thing. But it's like, but dang, can I just, can I just be me and not apologize for that? And we have felt that on our level. We felt that we have, we have yeah. felt that in relations yeah. on our level. You know? Can you think of a celebrity couple that does that right? I, I was trying to think of somebody that you, while you were talking, and I don't, I, I can't think of anybody off the top of my head. Um, you both mean like couples I think of are both equally in the spot. Like they're both out in the spotlight, and they kind of they do their own shine, basically. You know. Um, I would say maybe like a well, this might not be a hundred percent, but Sally Richardson, Whitfield, and her husband. Um, you know, they, they kind of have their own lane. She does a lot more they directing do. and stuff. Yeah. He yeah. has his books and stuff. So I think right. they kind of do well. Um, I think, but again, still, you still got one that's probably a little bit better known or, mm -hmm. um, you know, you well, think of Tom first, Hanks and Rita Wilson. Yeah. The first, the first couple I thought of was Beyonce and Jay-Z. Mm -hmm. Um, but I feel like that's because they were both established in there. They had their own fans before they, you know, before they kind of you know merged and, and joined i'm gonna go ahead and say the controversial statement beyonce and jay-z yes and he is holding her back 
No, he is. But what? I don't know that he's holding her back. But my I think, point is, I see, I see her on a higher pedestal than him. But but there are people in here, or people you know in the world that don't see it that way. They see them as very no, much equal. Let's call them hundred percent equal. That's the yeah. problem. My point is, we know based <laughs> on what they have shared, she didn't been depressed, sad, yeah, 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 cheated yeah. on whatever. So I'm saying, as high as Beyonce vibrates and what she's able to offer us, imagine. How much higher it's supposed to be is my point. That when I say he's holding her back, she's still Beyonce on well, a million. What's that? One could argue on ten million without him. One could argue that men hold us back in general. <laughs> I could argue. I would. Can I sign up to make the argument? And you know what? It sounds negative. It sounds like a man hating thing, but it is not that. It is just that women carry the emotional baggage for the family. Women have the burden of making the family go and work. Yeah. And whether it involves yeah. kids or not, the woman carries the burden of making it a home. The woman carries the burden of the nurture and support. And so for me to give you everything, for you to be great, whether you my kid, my husband, my man, I'm gonna have to borrow some of my superpowers and put them into you. And that's one less cat I saved out of a tree that day. Because mm -hmm. I love you. Mm -hmm. Now, Damn. that can be a whole other podcast. Now, that terminology of a man holding us back sounds negative. Literally the truest thing that's ever been said. <laughs> men benefit more from marriage than women. Married men live longer than single men. But women naturally take on, usually are still working, still outside of the household, now have a family to care for, now for a house to maintain. The emotional language for everybody in the house is usually the burden of the woman. And so you have, you just lose a little bit of your vibration for yourself. Just is what it is. We can go in the street and fight, but it's documentation to prove my point. That's, that, that's let, let's go ahead and go ahead and plan to talk about that next week. Next week's podcast. This week we shout out Mary J. Blige, icon, legend, looking good, real love. We searching for it in the mirror. That's the only place we looking for that thing. And, and we know everybody is not blessed to have real love in that mirror. So we send it to you until you get it for yourself. How about that? In the meantime, in between time. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. Oh no, he did. Girl, yes he did. <laughs>